Good evening and welcome back to the WTF podcast. I am really behind on the w- on the episodes I'm trying to put out at the moment and there's a good reason why. There's a few videos that I want to make which don't fall into the kind of category of who the fuck. They're more out of the realm of that kind of context. I'm working currently on the RNL vlog from 2022, which I should have put out about eight months ago, but I'm only just getting around to it. I know, it makes you a bad human, but I promise you one thing, once it's live, it's going to be brilliant. Um, it's one of the most ambitious videos I've made, and I think it's really good. So, a lot of energy is going into that. I'm also incredibly busy with work, so I'm struggling to get them out. But I think what's really cool about this podcast is going back and revisiting some of those earlier episodes and it really makes you realize how far i've come as a storyteller which is really fun but also like how many people we've covered and this video this podcast covers the start of this season with yard act um yard act were a band that i was really excited to look at and once i after doing the research really fell in love with the music i think they're really really interesting really cool really fun um, and I'm really excited to see them at Reading and Leeds later this year. I unfortunately missed them um, play when they came to Brizzy in January, but really excited to see where they go and develop and how they move and shape. Um, this video was a lot of fun to research, and I think that it's a testament to how far these videos have come. So, anyway, enough rambling on about my personal life and how good I bloody am. This is a wonderful recap of the brilliant Yard Act. Enjoy. This is Who the Fuck a Yard Act. Since their conception in 2019, Yard Act were on a mission to expand their universe of characters through satirical lyricism and incredibly entertaining music videos. They've already taken 2022 by storm with their post-punk and indie rock sounds addressing political issues with the sound of and Mercury nomination under their belt as well as Elton John in their corner. 2023 is set to really put them on the map. Well, welcome back to Who the Fuck the show means to take a deep dive in some of the acts performing across festival season in 2023 series five wow i can't believe i'm saying that out loud i remember when i did series one i promised i wouldn't even do a season two but here we are season five you'll have to excuse my voice i've got like a nose thing it's not covid i don't think we'll have to wait and see today's episode is of course about the wonderful yard act they're on the trajectory and it's mega mega exciting so without further ado if you've never heard of them before, hopefully this video will help answer the question, who the f*** Yard Act? Yard Act are a four-piece made up of members James, Ryan, Sam and Jay, hailing from Leeds, Yorkshire, United Kingdom. James started off as a member in a band called Post-War Glamour Girls, which included members from different bands across Leeds. Ryan, who was a member of Menace Beach, met James at the spiritual home of the Brudenell Social Club, and they decided to collaborate on a split EP with Jumbo Records in 2016. Jumbo Records is a really amazingly beautiful independent record store in Leeds. If ever you're in Leeds, just go and have a look. It's one of the best music shops in the country. It's absolutely beautiful. I save those independent record stores. They really are so sacred. This resulted in them starting their own project, which would come into fruition three years later when James and Ryan moved into an apartment together in Meanwood. That's like the student area of Leeds. 
In an interview with Elton John on the Rocket Hour, James explained that... And off the back of that, we kind of ended up spending a bit of time together and sort of kept saying we were going to start a side project together as a way to uh, have a bit of fun. And then he ended up temporarily homeless, so I let him move into this room here. And, uh, right. he, and it was there that we started Yard Act and we just started writing demos. Uh, together and that was in September 2019 we were just demoing and, and talking about it and didn't really know what it was or what it was going to become at that point in April 2020 they released their first single The Trapper's Pelts two weeks into the first Covid lockdown so shut your fucking trap or I'll eradicate nature right now However, it was their second single, Fixer Upper, that gained widespread attention. The press release explains, Fixer Upper follows a cocksure fictional character, Graham, planning some home renovations. Graham was inspired by an amalgamation of people who lived on my street growing up. I think everyone knows a Graham. Maybe a neighbour, maybe an uncle. Sorry if he's your dad. Not a bad man at heart. He just sincerely believes that he's from a country and generation that achieved the apex of everything, so therefore can't be wrong about anything. We all know someone like that. Oh God, sometimes I'm that person. Their next two singles, Penis and Dark Days, are the final tracks on their debut EP of the same name, which was released in early 2021. In August 2021, the band played at several UK festivals, including Stanton Calling, Green Man, Tramlines, and of course, Reading and Leeds, performing on the BBC Introducing stage. And then in September 2021, they released the record, The Overload, and all of a sudden, they became everyone's favorite band. This was the first single taken from their debut album, and was also the first song on the music video. The video was set in a car boot sound near Leeds, featuring a variety of quirky and unusual characters created by James. This included pink judges, punk Morris dancers, fortune tellers, and dancing orphans. It also features a memorable character of a gold rover driving promoter named Graham. This was the band's first use of a music video, and the first use of a new medium for them to kind of showcase these amazing characters that they build in their music. The video was produced by Rosie Ford, who has worked with Britpop and indie darlings such as The Amazons, Liam Gallagher, Sports Team and Inhaler. One has to wonder that if Graham from The Overload is the same character Graham from Fixer Upper. Especially after the lines, If you don't challenge me on anything, you'll find I'm actually very nice. You're an actor out here creating their own extended universe, and I'm here for it. In September 2021, the band announced they were working on their debut record, which was due for release in January via Island Records and their own record label, ZenFC. When interviewed by Ryan Magazine about Signing with a major record label, the band said, Having come from a pretty DIY setup, we obviously have our own ideas about major label people. Being a little older, I can remember the conversation in the 90s about people selling out. I don't believe that exists anymore, because, well, there's nothing to sell. We're buying in, if anything. I'm not sure if I'm with you there, Yard Act. Look, signing to a major record company is totally different now than it was in the 90s, there's no question. But they still own fucking everything, right? And they still make an absolute butt ton of money off of Spotify. And artists aren't getting a lot of that. <laughs> the band followed up the overload with the release of Land of the Blind, which also had a music video directed by James Slater, who's also directed, I think, all of their music videos. Though there is a beauty in a whole truth, the knotty roots of the shameful past will never let it be. In November 2021, they closed out the year with the release of their single Payday. Take the money! Take the money! 
Earlier in the month, they had their television debut performing on Late Over Jules Holland. They launched into 2022, announced to be on the BBC South 2022 shortlist, which included artists Wet Leg, Central Sea, Baby Queen and winner Pink Panthress. And then following this, in January, the band released their debut album, which reached number two on the UK album chart. It was narrowly beaten by years and years, but this didn't stop it achieving widespread critical acclaim, scoring 85% on Metacritic. DIY Mag gave the album five out of five stars, saying, The overload lives up to the hype with flying colours, brilliantly constructed to unfurl like some sordid soap opera of Brexit Britain. It brims with vignettes populated by instantly recognisable caricatures of the now. The record features the three previous singles, as well as new singles Rich and Poor Another, as well as the album's standout 100% endurance. The music video for 100% Endurance was again directed by collaborator James Slate and features famous actor David Thewlis. Known for his role as Professor Lupin in the Harry Potter series, it also features the cameo of the previously mentioned character Graham. The band spent the rest of the year touring the album, playing a South by Southwest in March, performing on NPR's Tiny Desk. It appears I have become so rich, I'm literally drowning in And making their US TV debut on Jimmy Fallon, the performance of The Overload. The overload of discontents will cost the burden of making sense. It won't relent, it won't repent, I'll see the in June, they performed at the legendary Glastonbury Festival on the Williams Green stage. And in January, they were featured on Elton John's Rocket Hour show, where he praised the band for their music videos and lyrical content, and invited them out to dinner. The dinner resided in a new version of 100% Endurance, with a new string section and piano, which was released in July. And it's just exceptional. <laughs> The band closed out the year with a nomination for the Mercury Music Prize alongside Sam Fender, Wet Leg, Harry Styles, Koji Radical, Nova Twins and the winner, Lil Sims. Yeah. Through doing this research for this video, I just, I've just decided that they're my new favourite band. I think they're absolutely great. Every record they put out is fantastic. 100% Endurance is one that has been eating away as an earworm in my mind for the last few days, and it's just... And the new, like, the, the Alan John cut as well with the strings, just, oh, it's a little pixie dust on top. Absolutely brilliant. I'm gonna be checking them out when they play Laneways Festival later on this month. I'm really excited. Sorry, start of next month. I'm really excited to check them out. But what about you? Are you looking forward to seeing them? Let me know your thoughts in the comment section below as always, and I'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye.